You're listening to the B&H Photography Podcast. For over 40 years, B&H has been the professional source for photography, video, audio, and more. For your favorite gear, news, and reviews, visit us at bnh.com or download the BH app to your iPhone or Android device. Now here's your host, Alan Whites. Greetings and welcome to the B&H Photography Podcast. Today's going to be a fun show. We're going to be calling the winners of the B&H Photography Podcast Fujifilm X-H1 Sweepstakes. We're going to find out who our winners are, what kind of photography they enjoy shooting, and what they think of their new Fujifilm gear. In the second half of our show, we're going to be following up with Hillary Dunning and Tim Couch. They are the winners of our Canon 5D Mark IV sweepstakes, which we held back in January of 2018. We're going to find out how they're doing, how many Pulitzer Prizes, and how many World Press Photography Awards they've racked up since winning their Canon gear. But seriously, we're going to talk to them about what they've done with their cameras, how their new gear has uh, helped them maybe change their perspective, and hopefully improve their imaging. Before we proceed, I just want to turn the mic over to John, who's going to give us some comments and thoughts about the Fujifilm sweepstakes that just completed. Okay, thanks, Helen. Uh, yeah, before we get to the winners, I just want to take a moment to thank, you know, all of our listeners, uh, the new ones, uh, of course, the old ones, everyone who entered the sweepstakes, who left a comment or mentioned their favorite episodes on Facebook. It's something that we really appreciate, uh, and, and the engagement and the feedback is important. We've read almost every comment, I think, and and we really soak it in, especially when it comes to favorite episodes, which for me was uh, was a big surprise to see how what a variety. You know, of, of yeah, you read uh, them off. It's all over the place. Uh, yeah, I mean, from old <laughs> ones to new ones, theory, gear, you know, profiles of photographers, the whole thing. So we really like that. A few of the stats uh, that came out of the Fujifilm sweepstakes: over twenty-eight thousand people engaged with the sweepstakes through any of the social media uh, outlets. Uh, Facebook, we received eight hundred twenty-five comments. Uh, there's too many to kind of list, but uh, an unscientific study indicates that uh, many of the favorites were Two Eyes Are Better Than One, Street Photography, uh, Why Do You Love Photography, uh, a new episode, uh, the Greg Constantine episode, he's a photojournalist oh, yeah. working on uh, stateless people, uh, and the Norman Reedus episode still is a favorite, <laughs> and the Stephen Wilkes episode seemed to get a lot of mention. So. Which I think is one of our favorites also. Yeah, we keep I coming mean, back to that one. We, we're at 137 episodes, so we, we kind of uh, <laughs> forget some of the ones we've done, but there are a lot of pretty good but, ones you know, out it is there. Not, yeah. It's really nice to see that when people talk about their favorite episodes, it really is as broad as we try to keep the show. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so we're, I guess surprising. we're touching the right buttons. It, it's pleasantly surprising. Yes. Yeah. So through Twitter, we received 831 entries. Uh, and we also wanted to mention the hundreds of people, literally hundreds, who rated and reviewed our podcast on iTunes. And as anyone who follows podcasts uh, should know, iTunes reviews and ratings are pretty important. So we thank you so much for for giving them. And uh, there were a lot of good ones. I just want to mention a few people. Uh, El Cajon, The Faustian Man, Ricardo Aquino, and someone who goes by Miles from Now. <laughs> and that's just to name a few. But these their reviews either made us laugh, they inspired us, or really just made us feel that we are, are doing the show that we strive to do. Their comments kind of indicated uh, just what we'd like to read about... Uh, 
the type of show we're making. It also so, gives us good guidance about what to do for future shows. Absolutely. Because feedback like this, we see what works and what doesn't work. And obviously, we want to do what works. Yeah, absolutely. More fun for all of us. All right. So, on to the winners, Alan. Okay, now on to the winners of our Fujifilm sweepstakes. We are now going to be speaking with Naleen Singh, who won a Fujifilm XE3 with an XF 23mm f2 RWR lens. Hi, Naleen. Hi, how are you? We're swell. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for choosing me as the winner. So tell us about yourself. Are you a, are you, are you a uh, professional, semi-professional, or just an enthusiast? I'm just an enthusiast, a beginner, just learning. So let me ask you: Did you have uh, did you have a camera of this caliber before? Or are you using uh, just a point and shoot or your phone? I was using an old um, iPhone four to use to take pictures, <laughs> and um, recently for Mother's Day, I I received um, a Canon EOS. Mm-hmm. I was still learning how to use that. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're walking around with both cameras slinging around your shoulder there there you go it's pretty cool you know keep one thing in mind you said that you were a little bit intimidated by all the uh, 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 the dials and all the menus and all that stuff and we chatted a little bit before and keep one thing in mind what's beautiful about the camera that you have is that you can put it onto program and autofocus and use it as a point and shoot and you could also learn photography with it. If you make a mistake, it doesn't matter. It's okay. You can go back and take more pictures. And definitely you have a camera that you can grow with. That's great. I like how light it is, too. Mm. It's definitely a nice camera. It's a nice that, yeah. package. It's a great, yeah. great, great little yeah. machine. Yeah. And what do you usually take pictures of? I usually take a lot of street photography. I work near Times Square in Manhattan and there's always something going on and I'm usually taking a lot of pictures of tourists and mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. sites sightseeing in New York, even though I'm from New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. No, I totally do the same thing, actually. Yeah. Well, you got a great camera for it, to tell you the truth. A lot of street photographers choose that, that Fuji system, you know, just because it is light and easy to kind of manipulate and operate. Uh, and also, if you take pictures in the streets, it's not the kind of camera that draws that much attention. It's got a nice nice form factor and everything else. So it, it's a great little machine that you could... Uh, I keep pulling machines, of course. Uh, a great camera I to... Love that. <laughs> it's a great camera to use, and you can grow with it. There's a whole system of lenses and everything else. Um, you might regret the day you won this someday because mm-hmm. you'd be... <laughs> <laughs> be inundated with lenses and stuff like that. Sounds great. I just wanted to follow up a little bit on on some of the stuff you photograph. I mean, when you shoot in the street, do you is it kind of uh, like a fly on the wall, no one seeing you, or do you reach out to people and say, "Hey, can I take a picture of you?" Or how do you usually work? Uh, I never approach anybody because I'm too shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It gives me laughs> sneaking pictures of things I think looks good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I do too. <laughs> uh, Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, you're a street photographer for sure. Um, and have you used the camera already? I will be using it this weekend. My uncle is turning 70 and there's a 70th birthday party. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely be taking a lot of pictures of the family. And trying out the video option as well. Oh, that's a good point. Ah, yes, yes, yes. How did you find out about the sweepstakes? Are you a regular listener? I was listening to your podcast. That's how I heard about it. Ah, okay. Very good. Very good. That's good to know. I love the podcast because um, before the podcast, I used to do the the B&H the seminars that they have. Mm -hmm. And when I just recently discovered the podcast, that's... um, 
it's more convenient for me because I could listen to it wherever I am. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. And now you're from Astoria, right? So uh, you, you work in the city, correct? Yes, I yeah. live in Astoria and I work in Manhattan. Well, I tell you that between Astoria and Manhattan, you are no shortage of pictures to take. That's, that's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yes, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm I'm kind of curious. That's great that you're listening to the podcast. Any episodes that stood out? My favorite episode actually is with Norman Reedus. Uh, and I'm a big Walking Dead fan. Uh, is that what got you hooked? Okay, cool. That's great. <laughs> okay, well, that's really about all. We just wanted to kind of touch base, uh, learn who you are, and and if you know, maybe in six months we'll, we'll follow up and and see where you've gone with your photography. If that's all right with you. Sounds good. Nayleen, enjoy your camera, and as I love saying, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. We are now connected via Skype with Brian Ducart, who is the grand prize winner of our Fujifilm sweepstakes. And he won the Fujifilm X-H1 with a 35mm F2 RWR lens. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Are, are you a pro photographer, amateur, enthusiast? What, how would you rank yourself? I'm uh, more in the enthusiast to semi-pro kind of range right now. Okay. All right. That's good. That's where we all started off uh, at some point in time. Um, are you using, what camera system have you been using up till now? Well, I was using a Nikon D7000 and then recently got a Canon 6D Mark II. Oh. I've <laughs> been using that one. Uh, <laughs> how, how recently? <laughs> uh, just uh, around when it came out. Okay, so that's about so, a year ago, I'd say. All right, right? so it's an old yeah, camera. Back You're ready in to like throw November. Yeah. Oh, it's time to throw it out anyway. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> no, it's it's a fine it's a fine camera. It's a good camera, yeah. Sure. What do you what do you think of your Fujifilm so far? The new camera, the uh, XH1. What do you think of it? I actually really love it. I uh, I love the build quality on it. And I actually kind of like the the manual dials for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah the, that analog thing. I think we all, everyone in the in the room here, like we're all kind of analog dial kind of people, and uh, that <laughs> retro look also kind of helps. We, it's yeah, it's nice having a blend of the yeah. digital and analog. Um, uh, lens wise, uh, you, now you got a thirty five f two, which is like a normal lens in that camera. Uh, what are your favorite focal lengths? Uh, that lens is actually perfect. That's around where I normally shoot is a thirty five. Or fifty or eighty-five primes are my favorite. Oh, so you're right at home. You're right at home. And what okay. kind of uh, yeah. what kind of work have you been doing? Like, what would you consider your your semi-pro and your your professional work? And what are some of your personal projects? Uh, a lot of the work I've done is portraits, mm-hmm. and then uh, for fun, I like to shoot uh, landscapes and outdoors. Oh yeah, okay. And yeah, so I'll probably be using this a lot for uh, for like hiking. Uh-huh. That sort of thing, since it's significantly lighter than the lenses that I have for the Canon, that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, notably, sure. From DSLR <laughs> down to, yeah, that, that I think that's a big draw yeah. for just about everybody. No two ways about that. And the uh, the portrait work that you do, is that, um, how would you describe it? Is it, uh, I don't know, business portraits, corporate work, uh, senior portraits, or more on the artsy and fashion side? I did uh, some fashion for a, a local store, and then I've also done uh, just portraits for, for friends and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you think you'll try this camera for that side of your work, or are you going to keep keep the kind of two worlds separate? Uh, I think I'll be uh, still trying to use maybe both at mm-hmm. the same time to see more of a feel of what I like. 
But uh, so far, I really like the the autofocus on the Fuji film that I detect is really awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, so far, it's been working really well. Is there anything else you can tell us about your photography? We're just kind of curious to, to get to know, you know, our listeners and, and the kind of the work they do with hopes of, you know, following up in the future, six months from now, and just kind of see if, uh, if your work has grown or if you've incorporated the Fuji into your, into your workflow regularly? Well, since I don't do it uh, photography for my, my primary job, I'm normally a, a web designer. Okay. Ah, so, okay. <laughs> so I occasionally try to, to do stuff for work when I can, but uh, it, it's definitely going to factor in more that it's, it's easier to have with me all the time. I think that's going to, play a key role mm-hmm. in uh, let me ask you about the work you do do you work with images uh in your web design work yeah so a lot of the time uh, we'll need images for for things we're doing and so a lot of it'll come from getty images we'll have to get stock photos for things mm-hmm. but uh, occasionally if uh, we need photos of people in the office I'll, I'll shoot the portraits myself now are you a raw shooter or a jpeg i like to shoot raw Okay. But uh, I was shooting raw and JPEG with the Fuji because I was interested to see how the colors were. Mm-hmm. So I hear a lot about the, the Fuji color science. Yeah, and how'd that go? Uh, it's going well. Yeah. I really like the, the images that are coming out of there. One of our coworkers, Todd Vorenkamp, who's often on our show, um, he's a Fuji uh, shooter, and he does a lot of stuff at night, and the colors and the detail uh, are just absolutely brilliant. It's startling. I could always spot his pictures when I see them. They're great. And the Fuji has a lot to yeah. do with that. The lens that came with the camera, the Fujifilm 35 F2, mm-hmm. it's a very sharp lens. And I think it plays a key role in just awesome contrast on the, the photos that are coming out of that camera. Mm-hmm. Did you have any issues or concerns with going back to uh, an APS-C size sensor? No, because I shot the, the Nikon D7000 for mm-hmm. so long that uh, I was happy with uh, APS-C for most things. And uh, I think the the full-frame sensor is more of a low-light shooting. Or if I need to shoot an event or something in the evening, I'd probably maybe reach for that one. Mm -hmm. Whereas uh, with APS-C, the quality has come a long way for it. So it's really hard to tell the difference on uh, daytime shots. I definitely uh, have a lot to learn on this camera because I'd never used a, a Fuji film camera before, and it's definitely a, a learning curve. How's the menu? Uh, going through the menus. Well, yeah, yeah. You, how do you find you, the menus? You on use it? Nikon and Canon. How, how do you like the menu oh. on the Fuji? Uh, it's it's a bit rough starting out. Um, with their menu, it seems like they just kind of dump everything <laughs> in a row, and then there's some things hidden where I wouldn't think to look for them. So. I'm, I'm still getting to to know the menu system. Well, for, for whatever it's worth, we've had this. We've heard the same comments with other brand cameras too, <laughs> even amongst ourselves. <laughs> How long have you been a listener of our podcast? I think I started listening to it about a year ago, and then just binged through as many episodes as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Do yeah. any particular episodes stand out to you? Now, first of all, let's make sure he's telling oh. the truth here. Because, <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs> Are you or have you, you just ever? start listening when you hear about the sweepstakes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which is totally fine, of course. It's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. There yeah. were a couple episodes I really liked. Uh, 
one where the the wildfire wildfire photographer oh, was yes. talking about going into uh, forest fires and getting shots. I thought that was. Yeah. That was really awesome. Yeah. I, I remember my first question to him was, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Brian, pleasure talking to you. Uh, congrats on the camera. And uh, by the way, if you're, if you're ever in the New York area, please stop by and say hi. We'd love to meet you in person. Awesome. Okay, so that was Brian and Naylene. Those were our winners of the Fujifilm sweepstakes. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to be speaking with the winners of our Canon sweepstakes that took place back in the beginning of this year. Stay tuned. We hope you're enjoying this edition of the B&H Photography Podcast. Send us a tweet at bhphotovideo, hashtag bhphotopodcast. Okay, we have Hillary Dunning on the line. Hillary won the Canon 80D and a 50-millimeter lens back in January. How you doing, Hillary? I'm doing great. How are you guys today? Not too bad. Not too bad. We will not complain. So, um, how's your camera coming along? Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love the the Canon and the 50-millimeter uh, lens. That actually is probably my favorite lens to shoot with um, were, right now. What were you shooting with beforehand, if I may ask? I was shooting with a Nikon 1J5 prior to that. Oh, mirrorless. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so th this is a big step up in many, many ways for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. It was. It totally was. It is like elevated everything and it's just been awesome since then. So th thank you again for uh, the uh, camera sweepstakes with the BNH photo podcast. Our pleasure. So specifically, I mean, how, how has your eye changed? How has your shooting habits changed? If, if, if you noticed any changes, I'm assuming you have. I have noticed a change. Um, I think it's given me a lot of confidence with my photography. I've definitely noticed in terms of camera capabilities an improvement. And it's just been such a dream um, just being able to use that camera and the lens since then. And I just... Before I had my camera with me, but now I really have my camera with me just everywhere. And a lot of great things have happened um, since winning the sweepstakes. Such as? You want to get into it? Sounds good. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple big things um, that I'm kind of proud of. And one was um, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There's a group called Captured Pittsburgh, and they're a nonprofit. And they actually created an outdoor photography gallery where each month they feature um, eight artists and it's like you know like a three by three print and I was using my Canon and did like a picture of the city skyline and did like this technique where you like do a slow zoom in with a long exposure um, so it kind of has like a starburst effect yeah, huh? um, yeah. so I was featured in one of their galleries which was incredible oh, that's um, great. very yeah, cool yeah. So like stuff like that. And then just getting recognized, um, for like the nature photography, I joined a group out of like Altoona, Pennsylvania that does like nature stuff, but they're expanding their services. It's called HBF outdoors. And so I joined their team as, um, their photographer to capture like their hikes and stuff, but also have a couple events where I get to, um, teach just some of the things that I've learned by using the Canon. And so basically taking off automatic and going to like mm -hmm. aperture priority mode, which has been really, really cool. Oh, that's great. That's actually what I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you know, has the camera kind of, not say forced you, but inspired you to, uh, to explore all the different modes and aspects of, uh, of what it offers? That's great. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've actually really 
found that I love to take pictures of like the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Canon has just been freaking incredible. Um, <laughs> with that. Hey, watch your language here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I realized that. I was like, oh no, I shouldn't have said it that way. No, it's yeah, it's okay. good. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just so excited. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, so the groups that you mentioned and and the photos that you submitted for, you know, the shows that you're speaking of, did that kind of come after you had the camera or were you already doing that and and this just kind of upped the game a little bit? I would say it came after the camera. That's um, great. Because I was using, you know, my Nikon on occasion um, and when I could. And then once um, I got the Canon, it was more, like you said before, I was kind of inspired just to push the limits um, mm-hmm. just because of all the feature, you know, it's, it has more features, more um, capabilities, and just to kind of try to use it to its potential, which I certainly haven't reached it. I've done more, mm-hmm. but yeah, not there yet, but it's just been, it's really, like I said, um, increased my confidence with the camera and taking it off of automatic and, now I basically shoot, um, yeah, like that aperture priority unless mm-hmm. I'm doing like um, night photography and then it goes to manual. And like when we talked um, earlier this year, like I didn't even know what those terms meant. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, yeah, there's like an M and a P on my camera dial, but I don't, I don't know what that is. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> what did you say? The A is not for automatic. It's not for yeah, automatic. Yeah, yeah. That's correct. Yeah. 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 Um, so are you the type that uh, reads the manual first and did you go through the manual before you started digging into it or are you more like me and, and just figure it out as you go? And me. I just kind of go for it. Yeah. Um, and then there's, turn. I mean, you guys probably are aware of like social media and like the effect that it has. <laughs> yep. um, and so there's times where I see things and I'm like, I want to do that. And so a lot of times it'll be like Google and mm-hmm. be like, Canon, ADD, how do you do this? Sure. And then like try it from there and tweak it until I can get it going. What you mentioned that you like, you really fell in love with the 50 millimeter lens. What is it about 50 that you like? Just curious. I think I like the perspective um, that it's not like, it's not so narrow from like a longer zoom lens, but it's also not wide that it just, it has a lot of um, versatility from portraits to I'll take it while I'm hiking Mm -hmm. um, and can capture a lot of details. But then also I just, I love the perspective and that it has a wider aperture than some of the other lenses that I use. Right. What's your next lens going to be? Any idea? Oh, you're going oh, lo- long tough. or wide? Um, I would probably go longer. Okay. Just because after a couple months after um, winning the Canon, I went and got a Sigma 18 to 35 um, lens for night photos, particularly. And those have kind of been like my two go tos. Sure. Um, but I'd probably get something longer um, just to have a little bit more reach. Cool. Yeah. And uh, you said you carry the camera with you a lot now? Yeah, I usually have it with me anywhere we go, um, which has been awesome. And, you know, whether it's in a bag or just, you know, grabbing the camera and setting it on the seat and trying to be careful with it, which really? doesn't you, always happen. But Yeah, well, these are tough cameras. That's, that's the demand. Now I'm going to ask you a question. Are you using your, your, cam- your phone less now that you have the Canon? Just curious. Oh, I'd say it's probably like, um, it's not half. I was going to say, and it really just depends because I probably use 
like out of 10 times, probably my camera is seven out of 10 and then my, my phone, but I always have my phone with me because you know, the best, the best camera is the one you have with you. Yeah. You, uh, I remember at the time you were doing, you know, a lot of nature photography. Is that still the main aspect of what you're doing? I mean, in addition to adding the stars and everything else and the cityscapes, but, uh, is it still nature mostly? It is still nature mostly. Um, just because I really enjoy hiking, um, getting outdoors and that sort of thing. And so it's, you know, it's nice, um, getting outdoors complements photography really Mm -hmm. well for me. Mm -hmm. Um, because some days it's, you know, I just want to get out there and take photos and then other days I just want to get out there and go hiking. And so I will take my camera with me, whether it is the, um, Canon or my phone and still snap pictures. And then it, you know, it's part of, um, the memory from that. And so, yeah, nature is definitely, um, my favorite thing to photograph. Awesome. Okay, great. Um, Anything else you want to toss at us regarding uh, having a camera for eight months? Oh, uh, just thank you again. Um, And if anybody's interested, they can check out. um, I post my photos primarily to Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, which is at Hillary with two L's underscore Dunning, D-U-N-N-I-N-G. And like I said, you guys are great. And it's just been so incredible um, since the podcast sweepstakes. Just curious, did you actually uh, enter the Fuji one too? (laughs) No, no, but I did share it. No, I didn't want to be greedy, but there are a lot of people um, that I connect with, a lot of Pennsylvania photographers Uh that I've connected with um, through social media. And I was like, you have to enter this. Like, it is real. (laughs) Like, they actually send you a camera. (laughs) Do it. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Hillary, pleasure talking with you. We're glad to hear that it's all been a positive thing for you. It's fun giving away cameras, and it's fun uh, hearing responses from people who've gotten the cameras and how they're doing with them. And uh, we'll keep tabs on you over time, okay? Okay, yeah. that sounds great. All right. Yeah, anyway, and we'll J- be following Jason, you for sure. Yeah, Jason says he follows you, and he, he's, he liked that photo that you, uh, you posted of Pittsburgh. Oh, thank you. He's got yeah, Pittsburgh was, connections that himself. That was a great day. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually really great that you're – I'm – I'm really pleased to know that, uh, you know, we had a little hand in, uh, in getting your work back, you know, getting your work out there and, and that you're involved in these groups and, and posting stuff and, and getting your work shown. That's wonderful. And that's what it's about. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Hillary, be well. All right. Thanks, guys. Take we'll care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Tim Couch is an Austin, Texas-based photographer specializing in music and boxing. Tim, welcome back to the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So how's your Canon 5D Mark IV and 50mm lens coming along? It's awesome. Um, I've upgraded to a battery grip as well, just to add them to it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, See, that's right. You, the first parts are free, and then you lure them in with the accessories. I, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed using – I've always used battery grips. They're just I, – I like the feel of them, you know? Uh, me too, actually. Yeah. But uh, it's been great. It's um, – did my friend's wedding, um, starting my own magazine called uh, Tasteless. Oh. <laughs> okay, now we have a topic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with with how I want to do Tasteless, it's just genreless music interviews, reviews, to where I'm not catering to my taste or any of my submitters' taste either. Just anything goes, no whole barred, kind of completely genreless 
reviews and art. Is this online magazine or are you doing a, a It'll be a webzine. A webzine, I'm okay. Built, I'm building it through WordPress right now. Oh, great. So if I may ask, uh, um, uh, you've been you've had a, what, about eight months now? Nine months yes. actually for with the camera. About nine. About nine months. You know, have you noticed any change in the way you've been shooting since you've changed systems or I'm assuming upgraded a system? What were you shooting with before? Let's just back uh, up before a Before I was using a, seven, a 70 Mark One. Oh, okay. All right. So have you found any, what's the big differences, uh, uh, advantages or, or, or aha uh, moments you've had? Capacity, uh, the, the sensor is way better than the 70. And naturally there's a huge jump up from the crop sensor up to the full frame. I literally can't see myself going back to a crop sensor. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's great. I mean, I know there's advantages to both, but just the full frame, just the quality is just more superior for what I'm doing. Uh-huh. There's more meat on the bone, as I say. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's Especially it. for low-light situations like concert photography, just the full frame just pushes it so much more. That's yeah, I'll bet that's right. I've been in concerts, and you actually do get an advantage on that What do you sure. shoot when you're in a concert setting and it's dark and you have stage lights? What's your ISO usually? Um, I, unfortunately, with you know a lot of the clubs around here, you have to crank it up pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Um, as with the 70, I was using the 6400. Um I can't remember. It's either 64 or maybe a 128. I can't remember what I have it on right but, now. But no problems really going up that high for you? No. That's no, great. not at all. That's great. That's so great. I usually shoot it with a um, with a raw black and white because um, it kind of bypasses the whole stage lighting, and then you just fix it and post through Lightroom. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just bypasses any light differential. And then once you pop in Lightroom, it goes from black and white to the true uncompressed uh, color version, and then you just edit from there. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And any other, uh, I don't know, capabilities of the camera or functions of, of this that uh, that you're exploring or something that you you didn't... Um, I'm exploring the Wi-Fi options just to get it more connected a little faster because my laptop is not functioning very well right mm-hmm. now. Oh, that's just interesting. Fo- way too many photos on there and the hard drive, cra- the dvd drive crash so okay. trying to clear that off is not fun <laughs> gotcha. gotcha oh that's great and anything about uh like the type of photos you've been taking or just the, the um, i've been with... exploring more with um a lot more angles just to kind of get more um out of it just trying to do more um not relying so much on um, zoom lenses trying to do more primes about a 28 to 75 and just kind of use that as my main lens versus an 18 to 270 that I was using before. Have you found that your older lenses, uh, which you, I guess, used to think were pretty sharp, now don't seem as sharp because you're dealing with a higher quality sensor? Oh, definitely. The um, sensor just makes them look not pinpoint at all. I used one of my older lenses, and I was just like, why did I use this lens for so long and thought it was awesome? <laughs> no, I've had the same thing like, happen again. I've had to upgrade a lot of my lenses because my old trusty ones just didn't hold up. So it's, it's interesting to hear that you're having the same experience. Yeah, like I, I have a, an older lens. I just love the pieces. I've used it for years. Really old Sigma lens I've used forever and just... It's just not there for me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got you into trouble. See that? You can do it. You got a free camera. Now you're buying more lenses. See? There was a plan to. Tim, that's our plan. <laughs> well, I mean, now. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a bad plan. You know, you, just, you, know you, you get inspired by the new camera. You get Absolutely. inspired by the new technology. And you want to make sure that you. Now you have the best in your hand. You want to make sure that you have the best coming out of it, too. And well, for shooting concerts and stuff. Lenses and. 
What's your go-to? I mean, is you using the 70 to 200? Is that what you're usually using when you're shooting concerts um, or no? No, I mean, I'm, I'm mostly up in the, up in the press pit and 70 to 200 is an awesome lens, which I'm looking to getting one, mm-hmm. but it, you know, you're right there with your arms on the stage. You need something oh, a little okay. bit more wider oh, okay. at times. Gotcha. So I've been using a uh, 20 to 75 by Tamron. Okay. And the quality has just been awesome. All right. You do music and you do boxing. Now, it, even though they're very different uh, venues, I imagine a lot of the lighting and shooting issues are very much the same because you are yeah. dealing with uh, 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 indoor lighting. You have only certain positions you could be in and certain points of view. Is that is that is that a good assumption? You also have time frame. Uh-huh. I mean, most concert photography um, general is first three songs. I mean, if you do metal or punk bands, you're you know, those first three songs are like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to get as many shots as you can in those three to 10 minutes. Whereas boxing um, rounds are usually two minute rounds, three, two minute rounds. That's six minutes with a little bit of interval in between to, you know, tell a story. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. And also, I mean, you want to get those moments and with the, with the punch oh, or exactly. with the, you know, the with, the, with the guy grinding on the guitar, whatever it happens to be. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. And uh, how about, what is the uh, the frame rate on that? Do you know on that 5D Mark IV, how many you can get uh, in a second? Uh, or have you, have, really you, have you cranked it up I and don't tried really, it? Yeah. I really don't explore it that much when I'm doing low light because uh-huh. you're going to miss shots because it's just... Movement and everything else, yeah. Yeah, I like to, t- I like to t- frame my shots a lot easier than just let rapid fire. Cool. All right, so I guess the 7200 is the next lens, or have you thought about that? Um, I am definitely looking at it. <laughs> cool, well, they're making good ones. Um, anything else going on since we spoke to you? I don't know, camera-wise or um, yeah, photo-wise? Yeah, I'm actually going to be um, going back to Ohio to teach my um, 15-year-old niece how to do her older sister's senior photos. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. How much is she paying you? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going back to visit, but it's like, you know, she's always wanted to be a photographer. I gave her a camera last time I went home. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go check on her progress and uh, teach her how to do senior photos that way. Kind of round her off a little bit. That's great. Cool. That's awesome. Very good. All righty. By the way, a thought for your uh, Tasteless magazine. Okay. Since you deal yep. with music and boxing, why don't you have boxes beating up musicians? That could be an interesting series. Yeah, that could work. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I, okay. love, I love that you're uh, you're teaching your niece. That's great. And, yeah, that's good. That's uh, and, good. And, and bringing her the skills that you have. That's, yeah, that's great. We're glad you everything's going good. And by the way, if people want to uh, see what you're up to, what uh, Instagram web pages? Where should they uh, take a look? They can check my Instagram at hzp underscore photography, mm-hmm. and yeah. keep an eye out for Tasteless Magazine on on all social media. So, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, hopefully, man. Stay in touch. All right, guys. Have a good day. Take care. Thanks, man. Thank you.